Good morning, saints of the Most High. This is Steve Van Cura uh, with Bread of Life Bible Study. Uh, this is a 30-minute teaching on the subject of the flesh, the flesh. Uh, I'm going to title it, here's the title, In the Bible, Flesh Represents the Sin Nature. All right, we're going to do parts one, part two, and part three. So the topic, in the Bible, flesh represents the sin nature or Adamic nature. Okay, let's bow our hearts and our heads, pray. Father God, I thank you for the living Word of God. The Bible says the Word is alive and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, able to divide asunder soul and spirit, joint and marrow, and can discern the thoughts and intents of the heart, Father. Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life to those that find them. The Bible teaches that man does not live by bread alone, but in every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. This word is food for the spirit man, the inner man, Lord. So plant this in our hearts, Father, and water it by the Holy Spirit to change us into your likeness. That's the whole purpose of this whole creation. Let us make man in our image. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, the flesh. Now, first point, everything, and I mean everything in the Bible, has both a natural or physical meaning as well as a spiritual meaning. Uh, the Bible is a spiritual book. Uh, the Bible says all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, and training in righteousness, that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped unto every good work. Uh, the Bible says God is spirit. All right, They that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and truth. Uh, but the Bible also says the Word of God, um, uh, the, the Word is God. The Word is God, and the Word was God. Okay, so... Uh, the Holy Spirit anoints the Word of God and imparts it to mankind. Uh, the Bible says, holy men of old uh, wrote down the words of God, spake as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. All right. The creation itself, the Bible says, the, uh, by the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and the host of them by the breath of his mouth. God does everything with the word. But it's the anointing on the Word by the Holy Spirit that uh, brings it to pass, uh, empowers it in a sense. I, I like the concept that everything is uh, conceived by the Father, performed by the Son, through the power and the agency of the Holy Spirit. Okay, now there's a spirit world out there and there's a physical world. Uh, you and I actually are part of both. It may seem like we're only uh, physical, but that's, you are a spirit being, as we've taught before. Incidentally, go to the website, breadoflifebiblestudy.org. There is a lot of video teaching there. There are um, handouts, books, uh, all kinds of material uh, that we, you and I need to learn the Word of God. The Bible says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. The knowledge there word, that word uh, is epinosis, which is knowledge from above. And that's what we need. Uh, John the Baptist said, a man can receive nothing except what he receives from above. 
And uh, we're talking about uh, things of eternal value. All right. So um, everything that God does is perfect. Uh, God created the angels, and uh, the angels were originally perfect. But God gives every creature choice whether they're going to serve him or not. And we know that uh, this fellow named Lucifer, one of the archangels maybe, but decided he wanted to be his own God, kind of do his own thing. And so he rebelled against God. And he took one-third of the uh, angels with him in this rebellious process. Now, that occurred somewhere in eternity past. And man himself was also created perfect. And uh, Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden uh, walked with God daily, fellowshipping with him. And once again, uh, just as the angels have uh, choice, you, the God will always present an op- opportunity uh, to make a choice. All right, And the way God did that in the Garden of Eden is he pointed out two particular trees, the tree of life and a tree of knowledge of good and evil. And uh, God told Adam and Eve, you can eat of the tree of life all you want, but do not eat of this not tree of knowledge of good and evil, because of the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. And uh, the serpent comes in, remember the story, uh, and the serpent lies to Eve, deceives Eve. I don't know where Adam was, but apparently he wasn't there. Uh, but uh, the serpent deceives Eve uh, by saying that uh, you won't die, all right? And in fact, uh, uh, this tree will be a blessing to you because you'll be like God, knowing good and evil, all right? Now, uh, and uh, so Eve was deceived into taking and eating of the fruit, rebelling against what God had told her not to do. And then she gave uh, the fruit also to her husband, Adam. And uh, then suddenly both of them felt naked and afraid. They were hiding from God. God came around looking for them um, as he did every day. And uh, they now being corrupt, uh, sinful creatures. They could not stand before a holy God. All right, so uh, this began the whole redemptive process where God begins to uh, bring, make a way to restore mankind to this original perfect relationship with him. And remember the story, God, uh, in order to provide mercy instead of justice, He kills two innocent animals and then shed the blood because remember the soul that sins must die. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. And uh, so he takes the uh, skin of those animals and covers Adam and Eve so that they can now cover their nakedness and come back into the presence of God to begin to work out the salvation process. Okay, And that's what this whole Bible is about. It's a tale of two trees, a tale of two seeds, and uh, uh, the redemption of mankind. If you could pick out one word that uh, maybe summarizes the whole Bible, probably redemption would be a good choice. Redemption. Okay. Now, um, so what is the flesh? The flesh. Um, God originally created Adam and Eve perfect. All right. And, uh, but then once Adam and Eve sinned, 
then now when they beget sons and daughters, the Bible says they beget them after their image, no longer in the image of God. All right? So uh, God originally created mankind to always pass on his characteristics to his kids, to his offspring. Uh, we, we are spirit, soul, and body. And we're most familiar with the physical characteristics like hair color, eye color, height, on these things, you know, skin color, uh, that when uh, husband and wife come together, their offspring are a cross, in a sense, between the parents, okay? And so we pass on the physical characteristic to our kids. But we are not just body or physical, we are also soul and spirit. And the soul, your mind, your will, your emotions, and the same characteristics or characteristics of the soul can also be passed on down to the kids. Might be a bad temper, might be music ability, uh, you know, certain aspects of the personality, etc. Okay, uh, we we summarize this by saying like father, like son, like mother, like daughter. Okay, now, uh, and we also pass on our spiritual characteristics. Okay, so uh, we've talked about that before as it relates to Cain and Abel and uh, the concept of sin, transgression, and iniquity. Uh, but um, uh, we'll continue there. Uh, please review those lessons, okay? Go back to the website and uh, educate yourself to, to pick up that other material, okay? Now, uh, so after Adam and Eve sinned, uh, God said this to the devil. Uh, he said, well, the serpent, he said, and you shall... It says, you are cursed more than all cattle and more than every beast of the field, and on your belly you shall go and eat of the dust all the days of your life. And God says, I will put enmity, that's discord, that's like a battle, between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed, and he, talking about the seed of the woman, shall bruise or crush your head, and you shall bruise his heel. Okay, now, so... Um, We've got a tale of two seeds. There's the good seed and the bad seed. The good seed represents the tree of life. The bad seed represents the tree of death. Now, once Adam and Eve uh, partook of this uh, tree of knowledge of good and evil, which I like to call the tree of death, remember that uh, fruit that they ate has seed in it, seed, and they swallowed the seed. Uh, again, this is a spiritual concept, spiritual. Remember, everything is both physical and spiritual. But it's the spiritual interpretation of Scripture that brings understanding given by the Holy Spirit. All right, so uh, Adam and Eve beget the sons and daughters after their likeness. And just as Adam and Eve now were sinful, guess what? The kids are sinful. They have a sin nature, and the Bible calls that the flesh, the flesh. From dust you were made, and to dust you're going to go. Uh, now, so when God told the serpent, he said, you're going to feed on the dust all the days of your life, uh, that God, in a sense, gave the devil access to our sin nature, which the Bible calls the flesh. All right. So when you are tempted, let's say the devil comes and tempts you with... Uh, uh, to, to yell at somebody, to lie, to steal something, to uh, lust, uh, perform sexual sins, or whatever. Uh, anything evil, anything wrong, because the devil is evil, and he wants to cause you to commit sin. That's 
the whole deal. Because God hates mankind and God hates God. So um, you and I as human beings are caught in this fight between good and evil. All right. So, and that's the enmity between you and I um, and the serpent. Uh, and all the days of our life, we are going to be in a spiritual war. We can say that God has these commandments, uh, just kind of like earthly laws. Blessings come from obedience to God's law. Curses come from disobedience. All right. Uh, God is the minister of blessings. All right. If we just obey God's commands, God, uh, God said, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and then all of these other needs of ours, whether it be food, shelter, money, protection, on and on and on, that God will provide. Those are all blessings. Remember, John the Baptist said, a man can have nothing except what he receives from above. Okay. And God, He's a God of love. Man, He wants to pour out love and blessings on us, but He wants us to obey like any parent might. All right, so uh, blessings come from obedience and uh, curses come from disobedience. All right, uh, God is the author or the minister of blessing. And here's what is sometimes difficult to understand. Uh, the devil is the minister of the curse. The devil is the minister of curses. Uh, Moses one time said, I, he said, I call heaven and earth as a witness before you this day that I place before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Now choose life. Choose life. Like I said, this whole business is all about choice. Choice. Uh, throughout your life, you're going to be making thousands upon thousands, many times a day even, uh, a choice, whether you're going to do the right thing or the wrong thing. Uh, the Bible teaches that if we sow to the flesh, that's you know doing things uh, that uh, involve sin and rebellion against God, we will pay a consequence. If we sow to the flesh, we reap corruption. That means like a filthiness, uh, sinfulness, okay? Uh, if we sow to the Spirit, which is the Holy Spirit and, and obedience to God, the Word is Spirit. It's talking about commandments of God. If we uh, obey uh, God, then we'll get just blessing after blessing after blessing after blessing. Once again, we choose. You know, uh, by our actions, we show and prove who we really care for. Uh, and uh, remember that the devil has access to the, the sin nature in us. So if I live my life just serving what my flesh wants, okay, uh, whether it be sex, too much food, uh, things, uh, just uh, fame, uh, you know, uh, whatever it might be, uh, the flesh has desires, okay? And if, if all I'm ever doing is serving myself, that is disobedience against God. Now remember, the, God summarized the important commandments as thou shalt love the, the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, and strength. And thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. He said in these two commands, uh, we keep the whole law. In other words, we, if we just do those two things, God will always be happy with us. All right? That could sum up the whole Ten Commandments. Okay, so what are they? Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, and strength. All right? And love thy neighbor as thyself. Uh, and it says, do unto others as 
you would have them do unto you. Okay, so love is, you might say, the foundation of God's kingdom. God is love, and he wants us to love. Okay, now, uh, the problem is that the choice part comes is we have two parts to our being, the sin nature, which wants to serve self. Now, take this word sin, S-I-N. Uh, I, I sometimes write that down, uh, S-I-N, but with a big, large capital I in the middle. Okay, sin. Because to me, what sin is, is living my life all about me, myself, and I. Me, myself, and I. What sin is, is not thinking about anything else, uh, not God, not other people, but just I want everything what I want. I put me first, and everybody else uh, is second. All right, now, that's basically what sin is. It's serving self. All right, now, what's very interesting is, is in the Bible, the word self, okay, uh, is a Greek word, uh, uh, suke, all right? And, and that represents the flesh. It represents the flesh, okay? Um, and, the, you know, the Bible says the first man, Adam, the first Adam, was a uh, living soul, soul. And the flesh represents the soul because it's, uh, that's where in the flesh and in the mind is this sin nature. The Bible talks about the mind of the flesh and the mind of the spirit. Okay, um, so uh, you and I have to make these choices every day. Now, here is a problem, okay. Uh, when you and I are born of our parents, we have that sin nature. It's a natural rebelliousness that's in us. And uh, you know that as a parent, you, if you take your kid into the kitchen and you say, uh, there's 25 drawers in here and um, I don't want you to open uh, this drawer right here, but you can open it up any of the other drawers in the kitchen you want to, but don't ever open this particular drawer. Well, you know your kid, uh, that kid won't even stop thinking about, what, wonder what that's in that drawer, you know? Uh, and uh, eventually they're going to disobey you and go what you said not to do and open that drawer, okay? Now, that's because of this sin nature. It's a rebelliousness. Uh, it's, it's not willing to obey commands, okay? And um, that's, that's called sin. Now, uh, we've talked about in a previous lesson sin, transgression, and iniquity. Sin, transgression, and iniquity, okay? Uh, sin is disobedience of God's law without willful intent because, it, you know, your, sin, your flesh will just suddenly jump up and bite you and you'll do something like yell, yell at somebody, get mad or speed or whatever else like that, but you didn't wake up in the morning planning to do that. All right. Now, transgression, on the other hand, is willful disobedience of God's laws. That's like having an affair. You're lying about where you're at, what you're doing, and erasing your cell phone messages and whatever else like that in order to, once again, serve me, myself, and I, okay, your flesh. Now, and iniquity is uh, when we repeatedly disobey God uh, and uh, remember, we talked about the serpent has uh, access to the dust, the dust, all right? Now, out here in this life, there are things called demons, demons, all right? Now, we've 
again, one of the other lessons talks about where demons come from, okay? Demon is a spiritual entity, uh, a creature, all right? But he's evil. He's evil. But since he's a spiritual entity uh, and he doesn't have a physical body, the, uh, in order for him to act in this physical realm, he has to work through a physical person, a body. Okay, And so uh, these evil spirits, they try their best to get inside of somebody uh, who will do their bidding. Okay, That's what temptation is. Okay, so, uh, so the way the devil works against you is begin to tempt you on the outside, trying to get you to uh, act on your sinful nature, to disobey God, which in a sense opens a door into your being for that demon to come inside and control you in some way. Every demon has a personality in a sense. They have things that whatever that demon is, they're all different just like uh, human beings have different personalities. But a demon will have a personality. It has what it wants to do uh, in the evil department, whether it be lying, murder, hate, um, uh, on and on. I mean, you, the, the list is endless, endless, okay? Um, and, uh, but let's just say lust, okay? Uh, the devil will try to get you to respond to temptation, okay? Uh, and let's say lusting after a pretty woman or whatever, a good-looking man if you're a woman, uh, whatever, and uh, try to get you to act on that uh, sin nature to disobey God and to satisfy your flesh. Remember what we said sin is? That big capital I in the middle? Uh, me, myself, and I. So, you know, the, the flesh wants to serve self. It doesn't really care about anybody else, but uh, it's, uh, it's all about me, myself, and I. Okay, And so uh, if we yield uh, to these demons on the outside of us, over time this thing will get control of me. Okay, The first time I, let's say, have sex outside of marriage or uh, something like that, uh, you know, you may think, well, you know, I, I'm just I could control this anytime I want to, all right? But after a while, this thing gets inside of you, and uh, you can, it kind of takes over, in a sense, okay? You have opened the door. The Bible, there's a Bible scripture that says, give no place to the devil, all right? Uh, so, and there's also a scripture that says, submit yourself, therefore, unto God. So in a sense, see, you and I, like I said, we're, we're in a war between good and evil. The Holy Spirit is wooing us, working on your heart, trying to get you to follow God and do what's right. All right. Whereas the evil uh, spirits out there, the devil, are trying their best uh, to uh, get you to disobey God and pursue the lusts of your flesh. Uh, in 1 John, it's called the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. That basically summarizes uh, uh, sinfulness. Uh, the corrupt nature of you and me that we inherited from Adam and Eve. Okay, so, uh, you know, so like I said, it, this is a war. This is a war in a sense, okay? Most people aren't even aware that they're in this war, okay? But 
we all know that it's easy to get caught up in certain sins and uh, it will mess your life up. Maybe it's alcoholism, uh, whatever it might be. All right. So uh, that the Bible also talks about uh, the natural man, the carnal man, and the spiritual man. The natural man is the guy who's born again. I'm sorry, is the guy who is descended from Adam and Eve and he has the sin nature. We call him natural because every person first is born or cons- as a natural man. Now, let me just quote a couple of scriptures here. The Bible says, A natural man understands not the things of God. He cannot know them because they are only spiritually discerned. Okay? Remember, we said God is spirit. All right? And we said that you are a spirit, but uh, God is called the father of spirits, okay? When God made Adam and Eve, he piled up some dirt, blew into him the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Remember that? Soul. The, your soul is the suke, the, uh, your personality. Um, that's the flesh, the flesh, the flesh, the sin nature. All right, so... Um, the Bible says no one can know the things of God except by the Spirit of God. So the natural man, you know, does not have the Spirit of God in him. All right. So consequently, he's walking around spiritually blind. He, he does not know how to connect God to God, obey God, find God, nothing. Okay. Uh, you cannot find God. God has to yield, or I, no, I should say, reveal himself to you. Jesus one time said, no one uh, can come to me except that God reveal him, okay? Uh, In other words, uh, we are blind spiritually. Uh, Even Jesus is the Messiah, but um, Jesus said uh, we cannot realize that or come to that realization except by the Holy Spirit who reveals our sinfulness and draws us to the Messiah to save us. Okay, So um, the natural man is simply the way we're born the first time, full of this sin nature, and uh, we're trying to find our way through life. The Bible calls people that the natural man in the book of Ephesians, he calls a person who's not born again, who... who uh, in other words, he's never been, uh, ha- have a new birth, okay? Uh, remember, new, being born again is to be born of the Spirit, okay? Uh, the first time you were born in the flesh, a physical birth. The second birth is a spiritual birth, okay? And since the first birth produced the flesh, the sinful nature of man, uh, the Bible says flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. So that's our problem. If we want to go to heaven or have a relationship with God, uh, this, this sin nature of ours uh, is standing in the way. So God has a formula for all that. We're going to talk about that. But in Ephesians, the Bible talks about the, the, a person that's uh, born of Adam and Eve, uh, remember, born of their likeness with the sin nature. God calls them the walking dead the walking dead? Well, you know, they're walking around, they're talking, they got a job, they may have a family and all these kind of stuff, but spiritually, God says they are dead, okay? Because the Spirit of God is life. Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and that they would have it abundantly. 
but the thief comes not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. All right, so we're talking about the difference between life and death, life and death. And the only thing that matters is spiritual life and death. All right. Um, you say a blessing over you, Father God. Just water this word, Father, that's come into the hearts of these hearers. Lord, uh, you use your word. Your word is the means by which you change mankind into your likeness, Lord. So water it by the Holy Ghost, Lord. Bring it to pass in Jesus' name. Amen.